Hello, how are you doing? How have you been? How has the past few days been for you? I know it's been a whirlwind of deadlines, emotions, and learnings for me. And one of the major things I am learning is definitely the importance of speaking up. Um, where I work, they will always say, when you are having issues, shout. Ensure you shout. They told us this severally in training school. And even now, we are constantly reminded to shout when we need help or when we are having issues. And one thing I'm realizing in the midst of all the crazy around me is that I tend to not find it easy letting anyone know that I am struggling with something or I don't have everything figured out. This is actually something that I set out to work on at some point in my life and I thought I had overcome it. But maybe I didn't sustain the new behavior for long enough so I just went back to my default of wanting to get it all done, figure it all out and be superwoman. Well, today I had to shout and I think I work with the most amazing people because in spite of how how busy everybody is, I I was heard and we are working on how to fix the issues. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's a very, that's a highlight of my day today. Um, I will speak about this in more details from the next episode and for two episodes after that. So you really want to stick with me, especially if you're a young professional like myself or maybe an entrepreneur and you are really in the thick of pressure. I'm going to be talking about um, things related to this in the next few episodes. But for today, we are wrapping up the series on family. And I must say, I am really humbled by the feedback I have received so far on this. So in the episode where I talked about favorites in families, it really got me emotional how many people found the thoughts I shared very relatable and helpful. I had people reaching out to say how they never thought of it that way and how it makes sense now, how it all makes sense now. Someone mentioned just how about how it reminds her of the way God loves us, you know the whole idea of having favorites in families because when he leaves the 99 to go after the one i can imagine the 99 saying "Mm, of course now we know who's that who that's favorite is we we, that we are here doing right you aren't special it's this prodigal son who gets the party and all but the truth is at some point in your life as god's child you will be the one he's coming after at some point you will be that one that he's leaving the 99 to come after but the interesting thing is that he is a good shepherd and even when it looks like he left the 99 his eyes actually never leave them he's ever present with every one of his children i know i digress but i honestly don't think we can talk about love without talking about god and right now what comes to mind is a story in the old testament that we have all read but never really paid attention to because we were reading with religious eyes or because we had already been told the story before we could read it so when we read it we read what we knew into the story i will allow myself digress a bit more and quickly talk about the story so we all know about cain and abel yeah sons of adam and eve they told us in Sunday school that Abel was good and Cain was bad. God accepted Abel's sacrifice because he gave the best of what he had, while Cain did not bring his best, so God rejected it. <laughs> that, that in itself is a story for another day, but moving on. We see Cain got jealous and killed his brother. First death recorded in the Bible. This guy just killed Abel, whom God loved and accepted. Big deal. Scratch that. Huge deal. 
Now, let me quickly read some portions of Genesis 4 to you. Genesis 4 is where this story is recorded. I'll read from the NIV from verse 10. It says, The Lord said, What have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are under a curse and driven from the ground, which opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the ground, it will no longer yield its crops for you. You will be restless. You will be a restless wanderer on the earth. Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is more than I can bear. Today you are driving me from the land and I will be hidden from your presence. I will be a restless wanderer on the earth and whoever finds me will kill me. But the Lord said to him, Not so. Anyone who kills Cain will suffer vengeance seven times over. And the Lord put a mark on Cain. I'll say that again. And the Lord put a mark on Cain so that no one who found him would kill him. So Cain went out from the Lord's presence and lived in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Now, this is Cain who had just killed his brother, saying to God, "Uh uh-uh, my punishment is too much. Anyone who finds me will kill me. And then God goes ahead to put a mark on him so that no one will kill him. This is God. Meanwhile, you remember that time when you told yourself from today, I would never lie again. And then you mistakenly lied that day. And then you couldn't even talk to God for the next one week because you felt like ah, I had fallen, I had, I had fallen God's hand. You know, Cain had just killed his brother. And when God spoke to him, he did not say, hey, my judgment has come now. You will strike me down. The all-consuming fire shall consume me. No. He knew he had done wrong. He knew he would pay for what he had done, but he negotiated his punishment. He kept up, he spoke up rather, and God kept a mark on him to protect him. Reminds me also of that conversation between Abraham and God about Sodom and Gomorrah. He said, I know you, and far be it from me to destroy the righteous with the unrighteous. Guy, I know you. You wouldn't do that. And he goes on to ask, will you spare the city for 50 righteous people? And then 45, then 40, then 35, then 30, and on and on and on. He was convinced of God's kindness. But when you know God only as judge, you can't even understand when people call him father or daddy. Or even if you say it, you say it as just a title, you know, when you're praying, oh, father, Lord, dear daddy. But you don't really attach emotions to that word you don't truly see him as daddy or father but he is and he is love he's a good father he is god is love that's what got us here in the first place that's what got us to digress and get into all of this talking about god's love and how it reminds us of um a parent's love for their children and having favorites so how far anyway How this ties back to our conversation about favorites in family is that it's a matter of relationship and you can build your relationship with your parents to the point where your siblings will think you are their favorite. Work on it. Work on your relationship with your parents, your relationship with your siblings, your relationship with your boss, your relationship with your friends, your relationship with that colleague. Work on it. Work on your relationship with God too. (sighs) And then on the last episode, I talked about sacrificing family. I also got varying and interesting opinions on this. If you haven't listened or if you haven't shared what you think about it, I'm still open to hearing what you think. But a particular person's response to that episode really made me know that I had to talk a little about this. Now, the aim of that episode was to get you from a place where you are feeling coerced and dragged into making sacrifices for family 
into a place where you make the same sacrifices and even more from a place of cheerfulness, recognizing responsibility and the fact that love is many times 90% sacrifice. Love most times is made up of more of sacrifice than anything else. Getting to sit down and actually look at your options really helps in that process because now you are, you can consider what your options are what their options are the real effects of these sacrifices and then decide to make the sacrifice with your chest so do i think people will listen to that podcast and conclude oh i am all that matters how i spend my money time and resources is all my business after all she they said i always have a choice without caring for the consequences of the actions no no while I agree with my friend who brought this to my attention, he said, not everyone thinks like me. Of course, not everyone thinks like me. But I'll just take this time to say, if you think the weight of responsibility is a lot to bear, then ask people in their old age about the weight of regret. And that's how I bring to a close, for now, this series on family. If you think the weight of responsibility is a lot to bear, Ask people in their old age about the weight of regret. The next time I talk about family, I'll be talking about it in the context of building your own family. As a young person who is looking to marry soon, you are so woke, you know every wrong parenting strategy your parents employed, or maybe your parents have the most beautiful marriage in your opinion and you like to replicate this. (laughs) We'll talk all about that. Uh, We'll talk about all of that. But in the meantime, we'll be moving on to a different topic series. I've already mentioned it in the opening, but you would get more gist about it by weekend. If you're not on my mailing list, maybe the Lord will whisper the gist to you. Or better yet, you could send a mail to podcasts at chideisaac.xyz. Podcasts at chideisaac.xyz. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. I hope you found this episode helpful anticipate the next episode together with me will you until then i remain yours sincerely chide isaac aka ci magic thanks for listening i love you please share